Well, good evening, everybody. Um, welcome to this recap edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to recap um, Texas Tech's loss to Oklahoma State, 41-31. to That happened earlier today. Um, let's kind of get kind of get going with that and the the day started with a pretty big surprise um, when it started to come out that Baron Morton was going to get the start um, at Oklahoma State you know I talked about in last night's episode uh, that I felt like you know Donovan Smith was was going to stay in and then uh, once the bye week um, was over that that Tyler Shuck would be ready to go and Tyler Shuck would get the would get the ball back at the start back. Um, so this was a bit of a surprise to me. Um, you know, at uh, post game, Joey McGuire said that you know Donovan Smith had some shoulder issues, um, but he did he did he was out there for a couple of plays as receiver. So I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if if it really. If he could have gone, or if they just felt like they they wanted to uh, take a look at Baron Morton, um, I was real impressed with Baron Morton. Um, I thought he played pretty pretty good all day. Um, yes, he did have the interception, um, and it was a pretty costly one. You know, you were still at the point where where you you had a shot to you know take the lead and and drive in, but um, you know uh, again. I think overall, Baron Morton played real impressive. I think something that he he did that we haven't seen as much from Donovan Smith was uh, the bootleg play. Um, he did that pretty effectively um, all game long. You know, offensively, you know, you were able to score thirty one points. Um, you still had some issues on offense, and you know, it's the same issues we've seen all year. Um, you know, the offensive line is what it is right now, and and it's it's not very strong. Um, you know, but you were you were able to keep the chains moving. Um, now, again, what what helps to keep those chains moving is Joey McGuire um, is has made it very clear he is willing to go for it on fourth down um, more often than not. And and certainly, they Tech was quite successful most of the day today on fourth down. Um, I think they ended up uh, not getting two of two of them, but I think they went for it uh, six times. So they went, you know, four out of six uh, on fourth down. They were able to su- be succeed. Um, you know, pretty, pretty, obviously a pretty significant statistic there. Um, you know, I thought Sir Roderick Thompson played a really strong game. Um, he, you know, the running game is what it is when you got a weak offensive line, but you know, uh, it, so Roderick Thompson seems like he's able, and, and Taj Brooks a lot of times this year has been this way too. Um, you know, they they seem like they're they're able to grind it out and get get the yards just at what what you need um, to get yourself uh, moving those chains, get yourself the first down. So um, uh, obviously, pretty significant uh, play by them. You know, um, thirty one points. I mean. That gives you an opportunity to win. Um, you know, I thought the defense, yes, you know, on on the on the score, final score, forty one points seems like oh boy, the defense gave up a lot of points. You know, again, I, I you had kind of the same old story that we saw and we've seen in previous games where um, there were several times that the defense was put in a pretty bad position because of the offense. Um, you know. And they were able to hold Oklahoma State several times 
to just three points, and you know, those I thought those were pretty pretty significant victories. Um, I think not forcing any turnovers, obviously that was problematic for the defense today. Um, but you know, I, I think the defense played well enough to win. You just uh, you just weren't able to um, you weren't able to you know finally take the lead and and you had a couple of mistakes that just that just proved costly. I do want to talk about the onside kick. Um, first of all, I love the call um, and that was a beautiful onside kick. But I have never heard of the rule where the opposing team can signal a fair catch on an onside kick. Um, you know, my question after that ruling, and I, and I guess it's a rule. I'm not. I'm not criticizing the officials here, but why doesn't every single hands team when they're in there just signal for a fair catch? I mean, it basically it basically just disqualifies the the onside kick from ever happening. And so very, that very frustrating there because, you know, Tech had a great opening drive. You know, Baron Morton looked great. And, you know, they I should have gotten the ball back. I mean, uh, that was a really good onside kick. And, you know, then we have this weird fair catch rule and um, defense starts with a short field. And, you know, I, I'm sure some people are probably like, well, Joey McGuire shouldn't have done that. But, you know, uh, you know, two years ago they onside kicked it at Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State got a touchdown. So, you know, I, I've just I have never heard that rule before about um, you can't onside kick uh, on a, <laughs> or you could call for a fair catch on an onside kick. So that was kind of a weird, weird call there um, from the officials. Uh, it was a long game, by the way. I mean, that first quarter, I didn't know if that ever was going to end. Um, so. Um, but you know, I thought, I thought overall Tech played a strong game. It's just you know Oklahoma State they're they're the favorites to win the Big Twelve for a reason, um, you know, and and nothing that happened today convinced me that there's another team that has that really has a legitimate shot of number one the playoff, but also. Um, I think, you know, odds on favorite to be the Big 12 champion beyond Oklahoma State. So, you know, these last two weeks, and really you can lump the NC State loss, the, the, the three losses that Tech has had this year, I mean, it's there's a couple plays if they go the other way, Tech wins those games. And so it's, you know, I, I felt like they, at the beginning of the season, they would they would lose these games. But you know, it doesn't make it better, you know, when you when you see how close they are, and and I, I think it's a good sign for the future. Um, certainly, the way Baron Morton played, I think that's a really great sign for the future. But you know, it doesn't make you feel better to lose to Oklahoma State again. So, um, but bottom line, you know, Tech goes into their bye week at three and three. Um, you know, I had said at the beginning of the year I thought they would be two and four at the bye. Um, I did not predict them to beat Texas, so you know you're already one game ahead of where I thought you would be. And I, I think the good news for Texas Tech is I don't think you play a team that's better than Oklahoma State. There's not a team left on this schedule that's better than Oklahoma State, and I I certainly think that six and six is extremely doable. Um, you know, you come out of the bye playing the worst team in the Big 12 at home, uh, West Virginia, 
and you know I think that should be a win to get yourself to four and three. Um, you've got Baylor at home afterwards, and I think that's going to be a really intriguing game. Um, you know Baylor, I don't know. I don't know how good they are, honestly. You know, they, they've they they've lost two games, um, you know, one obviously to Oklahoma State. You played them about even, um, you know, both, both, both Baylor and Tech um, lost about the same amount of points to Oklahoma State. Um, you know, the BYU loss, how good's BYU, I don't know. But, you know, I, I, I do believe that that Baylor game – Tech, I think, is going to have a legitimate shot of, of winning that game um, there to get yourself to five and three, maybe five and three. Uh, um, I would, I at the beginning of the year, I said they would that that Baylor would be the win they would get against one of the big three at home. I don't know if Texas with Texas uh, losing at Lubbock, can you get Baylor? I don't know. That's going to be an interesting game. I think certainly at the worst, that's a toss up game for for Texas Tech. You know, then you go to then you go to TCU, and you know TCU got a got a win over Kansas today, a pretty interesting, thrilling game. TCU's five and zero; they're going to be playing five and zero Oklahoma State next week. Um, I still, and I I I know it's October eighth, but I still don't know how good TCU is. You know, again, you played Kansas; they've they've played Oklahoma, which. They look like a mess. We'll talk about them in a minute. Um, but I I truly think that Tech can get that win. Yes, it's on the road, but is it on the road? <laughs> I mean, so I think that's a toss-up game for Tech. Um, you know, then the, then they then they've got Iowa State. I'd love to say that they be I think Iowa State's probably the second worst team in the Big 12 next to West Virginia. My X factor concern with that game is it's in Ames in November, and historically Tech has not played well in Ames in November, and so I, you know, I think that's probably a toss up game. I would, I think Tech's better than Iowa State, and I think Joey McGuire is changing the culture at Tech, and so maybe the historical uh, failures at Ames may uh, go by the wayside, I'm hoping. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, th- I think certainly that's a winnable game for Tech, you know. And, you know, then they, then they close out – then they close out with uh, – or they've got Kansas, excuse me. I'm <laughs> Sorry. And they've got Kansas. And, again, how good is Kansas? Yeah, they, they, they started off pretty strong at 5-0. and They got the uh, – they had their first loss today, I think – that 5 and 0 record was a bit of a mirage just because of who they've played thus far um you know i think you can beat kansas at home um in lubbock i think if it was in lawrence i think you probably could beat kansas there too by the way um so i i i still put that as a win for tech um you know coming up um you've got you finish up the year with oklahoma and they look about to be as big of a mess as anybody right now. Um, they, I mean, <laughs> they've just looked awful in these last three games. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if you if, if if things continue to fall apart and they're coming to Lubbock 
with not even bowl eligibility on the line, that could be a possibility. Um, or we're really, quite frankly, nothing to play for. I think they're ripe for the taking. Um, you know, I think it's become very clear, you know, Texas Tech probably is a little bit better at home than they are on the road. And, you know, if you're Joey McGuire in your first year, I think you have an opportunity if you uh, get yourself undefeated at home and you've had a solid year. Um, and I think I think they could potentially do that. But, um, you know, I think the next big break breakout that they need to get to is they need to get a road win. And um, I think Ames, the, the game in Ames may be their best shot of that, um, followed by the game in, in, in Fort Worth against TCU. So I think bottom line for Texas Tech, um, everything that I predicted at the beginning of the season, getting yourself uh, back to a bowl um, at 6-6 six and six is, is still very doable. Um, some of the teams that I predicted weren't going to be as good this year are probably good, a little bit better than I thought. Uh, you know, TCU, Kansas, um, you know, Iowa State's I think is a little bit worse than I thought they would be. Certainly Oklahoma is. I, you know, my prediction of that being Bedlam at the Big 12 Championship, I don't think that's going to come true. So, um, but the bottom line, I think everything's still ripe for Texas Tech. Um, to get themselves to a bowl. Now, the big questions uh, coming up on the bye week is who is going to trot out at quarterback um, when you play West Virginia? Um, you know, Tyler Shuck will be back and healthy. Um, you know, Baron Morton, I think, did some really good th- uh, things today. You know, and Donovan Smith, I think, is still there. I think, I think unfortunately, he's probably going to be the odd, odd man out uh, when everything's said and done this season. Um, I think it's, I think, it's going to come down to Morton or Shuck. I honestly, I prefer to go with Morton. And I, 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 I don't think you sacrifice your season by going with Morton. I, I think I think you still get to six and six with Baron Morton at center, under center. So um, I'd like to see Baron Morton play more because, I, you know, he's he's going to be your guy. Um, in the in the coming seasons, and I'd like to get him some more experience, you know. So it'll it, that'll be interesting to watch and see what happens there. Um, other Big Twelve thoughts, you know. Obviously, that the Red River Shootout was <laughs> that's one sided, and you know, of course, now Texas is back in the in the fans' eyes. I told I still don't think they're back. I, I think they're going to come back down to earth. Uh, pretty soon with, you know, they still got to play Oklahoma State. Um, they still got to play, you know, Kansas State. Uh, still got to play Kansas, so they struggle with them. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think Oklahoma State clearly is going to be the team in the one of the teams in the Big 12 championship game. It's going to be interesting to see who joins them. I think certainly Texas could be could have a, a chance to. Uh, you know TCU, how good are they? I mean, they're five and zero. They could still legitimately, obviously, uh, be that potential team. You know, I'm still high on Kansas State. I know they had a real low scoring affair uh, at at Farmageddon this week, but uh, you know, I'm still real high on Kansas State. 
Um, I think they could certainly be be the one of those other team the the other team playing Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve championship game this year. I kind of hope it's not Texas. Honestly, I'd like it to be a Big Twelve team that's going to be here uh, and not bolting for the SEC again. Um, I think that's better for the conference personally. So, but you know, lots of lots of interesting storylines uh, you know coming up in the second half, not just for Texas Tech, but. Um, four other teams in the Big 12 Conference. So, um, other college football news. You know, A and M, they they almost got it done, but not quite. It sets up a really, really big matchup next week in Knoxville, Alabama, Tennessee. I'd love for Tennessee to get the win there. Um, it's fun when Tennessee's good in football. I'm I'm all Rocky Top. You know, if if they if they're good, so. Um, I would love to see you know Tennessee get that win, and um, we'll see what happens. Should be interesting, you know. Um, I think the playoff wise, you haven't seen a lot of big changes. I mean, it's obviously Alabama, Georgia, probably Ohio State, Michigan right now. Sounds honestly very boring. <laughs> two SEC schools, two Big Ten schools. Um, you know, certainly I think. The you know Ohio State Michigan loser will will be knocked out of the playoff. Um, I don't think if Alabama Georgia meet in the SEC championship game, I don't think, and they're both undefeated. I don't think that's really going to matter. Um, they'll both be in the playoff, so we may be in for another boring playoff year. Expansion can't come soon enough for the playoff um, in that department. So, but you know, bottom line, um, yeah, I hate losing. Um, but I, I thought Tech played a really strong game. They're just, they're just not there yet. Um, and what's frustrating yet gives you hope is you're not going out and just laying big eggs against these teams. You're going out playing hard. You're, I mean, you legitimately had a chance to win today, and it just, you know, Oklahoma State was able to pull away, but. Um, you know, you you're you enter the bye week at three and three. I think most fans, if they're looking at this opening schedule, they take that. Um, you know, like I said at the beginning, uh, my preseason predictions, I had Tech at two and four going into the bye. So you know, we're we're already a game ahead of of my predictions. And like I said, I I think there are some certainly you've got some easier easier games coming. Um, on this back half of the schedule, starting with West Virginia, got to take care of your business against West Virginia. You can't, you know, it's probably going to be an 11 a.m. start, and you know, Tech has their struggles at 11 a.m. in the past, but I think you got to come out, you know, tear the pants off them, beat you know, beat the pants off of them, and you know, move on and, and get ready for a, I think a heck of a game against Baylor. I'd love, I would love for that Baylor game to be a, you know. A night game. I mean, can you imagine Patrick Mahomes coming back to town? It's a night game. Blackout. Baylor wouldn't see what wouldn't wouldn't see what's coming. I don't think. But you know, we'll we'll kind of have to stay tuned, and that'll be in two weeks when we'll find out the time for that game. So, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed this recap. Um, like I said, I will be back next week with a regular edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, obviously there won't be a recap next week because there won't be a tech game next week. So, um, enjoy the bye week, um, go do something fun 
And then we'll, you know, we've got six more games on this football schedule at least. Hopefully, maybe a seventh. We'll see. But um, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun six games. So I will see you next week for The Chris Carpenter Show.